Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. For years and years, we have turned to Gary Dietrich of Citizen Voice to talk about politics in a nonpartisan way and just try to understand what's going on. Gary joins us in studio now. Hello, Gary. How are you, sir? I'm great, guys, and it's good to be in studio with you again. I know you have significant regrets about that over the years, too. But, At times. But you sure. know what? Like it's, any we're relationship. still soldiering on, aren't we, guys? I said to Gary, we're going to ask you about Kamala Harris, and you said... I said, no, I'm not talking about the presidential race <laughs> in any way, shape, or you form. You can't make me. <laughs> now, come on, Gary. Let's go wa- through every single announced and unannounced candidate. People, I want you to know Michael waterboarded me to try to get me to do that on the way in, but I said, no, not doing it. Absolutely <laughs> See, not. I'm of two minds on that. I mean, you're a political analyst, so obviously you follow this stuff for a living, but on, on one hand, it's almost two years away. Which is crazy that we okay, talk but, 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 about. It. Wait, wait, on the wait, wait. other hand, the first debates are in six months. Well, thank you. And let, hey, try this on for size. You are going to freak yourself out. People are going to be casting votes in just a little over 12 months. Yeah. Come on, Iowa and New Hampshire is coming uh. up, kids. So, no, the, the reality of it is, and of course, importantly, guys, in a year like this one is, you have the contest already now fully engaged for who's going to take on Donald Trump, right? And people are putting their position papers out. And, and, and when you have as big a cadre of people, we might as well just talk about this quickly now, in this race, you know, the field's going to be winnowed. I mean, you know, nobody, you can't run with two dozen people on the stage for the first debate. So, you know, the next six months are truly going to be important. And it's all about who's going to be able to raise money, right? The first couple well, of dropouts of we see are going to be people who just couldn't get checks it, written. You know, the, you guys know how the early criteria will be endorsements, money, especially money, right? Because to compete, I mean, take, for example, Super Tuesday next year is going to look very different. Why? Because the big kahuna of all kahunas, California has moved up its primary and now it's going to be in March, mm. the beginning of March, March, you know, with Super Tuesday, which totally changes the calculus because to compete in a state like that, you got to have cash. California right. has never seen candidates 
uh, going around doing town halls and stuff before because it didn't matter. Will California be a state that all the candidates are going around from town to town? We're going to have to. Uh, for two reasons, Jack. One wow. is to raise that all-important campaign cash because it's the giant mother of all campaign ATMs, right? Right, yeah. The other thing is, and I'm convinced of this, that in a state the size of California with four of the top 20 television markets, you can't afford a Super Tuesday buy in all those markets, right? So you're going to have to be making the rounds to all the radio and TV stations in that state, right? Well, to TV advertising is a waste of money anyway. Radio advertising is where it's at, so let's get <laughs> Sorry, that I on the record. You're yeah. absolutely right. All right. the money will be going to radio. Right. Anyway, so so that's the deal. But but so so I think the calculus guys has changed, and and uh, you know we're 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 solidly now in a presidential cycle. So California could become Iowa, but with more fake boobs. More or less. Okay. You guys know I do not comment on things like that New- latter <laughs> statement. <laughs> New but, Hampshire but, with surfboards. But it is important. I mean, it, it is certainly important. I, I contend now that just given the calculus for next year, Iowa, New Hampshire, California. That's the importance. Wow. Be How at. interesting. Uh, speaking of Cal Unicornia, in the uh, the limited time we have, uh, the the brand new governor of the Golden State, Gavin Newsom, has uh, really stepped out of Jerry Brown's shadow, and he is trying to correct me if I'm wrong, become the number one anti-Trump governor in America. Oh, I think he already fashioned himself that way. He ran that way mm-hmm. when he ran to uh, become governor of California, the biggest blue state in the universe, and notably, the New York Times themselves last year said Sacramento is the the vortex, the home of the Trump resistance movement. Interesting. So there you go. I mean, you know, Sacramento has positioned itself now as the anti-Washington. Kind of the, the Texas of uh, the Trump administration, because Texas famously would, would sue the Obama administration Every over day. anything. They, right, yeah. And uh, California's already sued. I think Javier Becerra, the, the uh, attorney general, has sued mm-hmm. a couple of dozen times. Well, we have the state, something like that. You go down, you get gas every morning, and you file another lawsuit. Right. That's what that's what they said in Texas. They said well, the Attorney General of Texas family said, "I get up every day, I go down to the office, and I file another lawsuit against the Obama administration." <laughs> so, so what's the with the troops? So Trump wanted to put troops on the border, and Gavin Newsom, the governor, says no. Can the governor do that? Well, the, the, no, no, no. Okay, we need to separate out National Guard from the troops. So three hundred seven hundred three thousand seven hundred fifty. Uh, troops, uh, the president said, yeah, you're going to the border. He As has, commander chief, he can yeah, send them yeah, anywhere in the world. Uh, National Guard, formally, unless he nationalizes a state National Guard, which he has the authority to do, the, the process is to request for the governor of that state, would you please send down X number of troops? He did that last April. Jerry Brown said yes. 350 California National Guard troops went down to the border. In Trump's view, to help with guarding the border, Jerry Brown said no, they're going to be involved solely in like drug interdiction, etc., uh, in advance of today's State of the State, the first of Gavin Newsom's, Newsom said, I'm rescinding that order. I am not authorizing those troops to go down to the border for those purposes any longer. Mm. Wow. Okay. All right. So there's a face off. Uh, so the president will probably have a comment on that. Sure. Yeah. And on it goes. And yeah. there's a trans issue? I don't even know this one. Well, this is interesting. It came out yesterday, guys, that, uh, of course, last week, the U.S. Supreme Court said that Trump's ban on transgender military people was going to stand. And it's a it's a partial ban. But anyway, go yeah, ahead. Well, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, but, but anyway, yeah. the, the limitations of, of right. any kind. Yeah. Right. And uh, so notably, uh, Gavin Newsom came out yesterday, along with representative of the California National Guard, said we're not kicking anybody out of the California National Guard who has uh, who's transgender. So setting up yet another, uh, you know, poke in your eye 
towards Washington. Now, notably, the Pentagon is the one that sets criteria for all military service, including National Guard. So it's going to, you know, another showdown is looming. So, oh, sir, so this is a case where the feds do have control over the National Guard in a significant way. Yeah, well, because okay, they that's set the knowing. criteria right. for yeah, the National okay. Guard. And ultimately, as I said, the president ultimately, if he wanted to, could nationalize the California National Guard. So, sir, Ooh, that'd be exciting. Circling back to the 2020 election is mm-hmm. the reason the governor... You can't of, stop him, Gary. Well, is the reason the governor of California is doing all this stuff... Fighting Trump, making Sacramento, California, the ground zero of the Trump resistance because he wants to run for president. I would never talk about a presidential election this early on. <laughs> well, I just don't understand the why. Point, the point of the matter is this, that, that you know, it's like they said, you know, at certain places where I won't be named certain academic institutions because you guys don't like me to name it. But the point of the matter Gary is. went to Harvard. No, stop. <laughs> you guys stop. You can't stop him. Oh, great, Mr. Harvard. Yeah. Okay, I just said I'm not naming the institution. I was yeah, talking well. about my undergrad, UC Santa Barbara. You there guys you go. just <laughs> jumped right in and the gauchos are once again defamed. Right. Okay. I got to stand up for the gauchos. So Somebody's got to do it. I ever, okay, here's the deal. Went, ever, I ever tell you I went to Princeton and picked up a pizza? <laughs> I did. I actually visited there and then didn't go there. So so here's the deal. Um, you guys got me off track. Good oh, pizza. every governor and U.S. senator looks, and we now we know this certainly by U.S. senators, they used to say, looks in the mirror and sees a future president. Uh, there's nobody that doubts that Gavin Newsom probably has those kind of aspirations. 2020, Jack, probably too early. Gotcha. He can serve two terms legally in California, eight years as governor. And then look at, let's do the math, right, two years after that. Mm. So so that's probably the reality of it, actually, in terms of politics. But and by the way, right betting, now we... Isn't what? that betting on Trump getting a second term? Or... or uh, well, Because y- otherwise, then you'd be running against No, he'd be Democrat. running in four years. If a Democrat wins next year, right, he'd be running in, what, for nine years. Okay. okay. Right. He's a young man. He's got eight years as governor coming up here. Plus, he'd also, if he took it on now, would be running against... California's own U.S. Senator, wait, wait notably Kamala Harris. Oh, right, right. But Gavin Newsom, eight years as governor, what if a Republican wins next time? <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Sorry. Well, well I know you'd like to retweet an awful lot of radio advertising in four years for Republicans. You know, notably the Republican challenger to Gavin Newsom got more traction than people thought he was going to yep. in the Golden State. But just reality speaking right now. Currently, not one statewide office holder in California is a Republican. The highest ranking, by the way, Republican in California, a member of the Board of Equalization. Hey, is the um, vote harvesting going to explode on the national uh, platform at some point? That's such a huge story to me. And I have not seen that covered at the national level at all. What happened in California, they changed the law, flipped a bunch of seats that had been held forever by Republicans. Perfectly legal under the new law, but I think that's a big deal, don't you? What, what do you Jack, tell me what you mean, because this term has gotten so neighbor. What do you mean by it's, vote harvesting? Anybody, a political activist, a party uh, you know, hack, whatever, can go door-to-door-to-door-to-door to door to door to door and collect as many ballots as they want and bring them in for you to right. turn them in at the polls. Right, right, right. Right, and it's in legal many places, but it's now legal in California. Well, in fact, the disputed uh, race in uh, North Carolina is all about vote harvesting, yeah, and and how that's illegal there and considered just a gateway to voter fraud, but it's yeah. legal and corrupt the form. Right, right. Well, the other thing, guys, keep in mind that not only are we going to be Super Tuesday, but also with California election law changes, there's going to be early voting, so people will be able to vote actually a couple weeks in advance of their actual primary. Right, but well, we barely have a minute. Do you have any thoughts on? On the vote harvesting thing, the the idea of sending somebody door to door to door to door to well, collect ballots and turn in the ones they want to. Yeah, the, the important thing, guys, as you're getting down to is 
you know, the integrity of the voting process. I mean, it's part of that larger issue. Maybe I can come back sometime. We can talk more about that because there's some real important pieces about that. And there's no doubt right now both parties are lawyering, lawyering up for next year because that is going to be a huge issue next year. How's Harvard's water polo team looking this year? I don't, I don't have anything to do with I don't use the H word ever, especially especially in you guys' presence. Remember now, it's only from now on about University of California, Santa Barbara, my esteemed undergraduate institution. Beautiful. We've shamed him into it. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you coming by, though. Well, yeah, we will absolutely stay in touch on all this stuff because it's going to be it's crazy interesting to see it evolve. Well, and- this is going to be one of the most... Uh, I know you don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it yet, but it's going to be one of the most amazing presidential elections ever. I, I truly believe that, and I think there's an awful lot to be said about the fact that this is going to determine a lot about both parties' directions going forward. Wow. Well, you got Elizabeth Warren, Warren suggesting that the incumbent president will be an inmate by 2020, <laughs> so, uh, you know. So it's going to be lock up, uh, lock Donald's going to lock up Hillary? Okay. Yeah, nice. All right. Mike Pence better be, uh, you know, polishing his shiny, shiny shoes. Does Hillary run? Quick yes or no? No. No? Wants to... Nobody's going to support her in a substantive enough way to make she it. She wants reality. to, but she'll uh, she'll realize nobody wants her. I think that that's pretty much the consensus, mm-hmm. even within her own. That's delicious. <laughs> Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 